Last week, we left our history of dinosaurs with Reverend William Buckland discovering and describing the Megasaurus between 1815 and 1824. He was not alone. Geologists throughout England were becoming more aware of fossils, some even searching them out deliberately. Among these were Gideon Mantell and his wife, Mary Ann Mantell, who, in 1822, discovered the teeth of what they named the Iguanodon. Ten years later, in 1832, Gideon identified another fossil, naming this one Hylaeosaurus. In 1842, the English paleontologist Richard Owen recognized that these three creatures were members of the same family, and named this order Dinosaur, or Terrible Lizard. Dinosaurs' popularity started to rise in the scientific community and the popular consciousness. This was perhaps best exemplified by the construction of two of my favorite places in my native land, the Natural History Museum in London, which was opened in 1881, and the Crystal Palace Dinosaurs, a collection of statues of prehistoric creatures built for display in the park in Bromley in 1852. With their early inaccurate understandings of dinosaur physiology, the Crystal Palace dinosaurs look very different from how we understand the animals to have looked today. These misunderstandings are part of the inspiration behind Galar's disjointed fossil monsters. As dinosaur fever reached a pitch in Britain, the obsession travelled west to the Americas. A rivalry emerged between two American paleontologists, Wood Drinker Cope and Othniel Charles March. Begun, the Bone Wars have. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Arctozolt. At first glance, Galar's mix-and-match fossils are comical and hilarious. The half-and-half -half mixtures of different dinosaurs look ridiculous for sure, and I can see why a lot of people disliked them at first. For me, the difference maker which took them from absolute jokes to Pokemon I can really love was the little touch of pathos. You see, the game knows how ridiculous these monsters are. These creatures are not supposed to live, and they are suffering because of it. Between Pokedex descriptions and animations, you can see that, just like my entire generation on the internet, they see life as a curse and they wish they'd never been born. Arctozolt was actually the fossil I could easily get in Pokemon Sword requiring a bird fossil and a dino fossil, both of which were readily available in the wild area. It has the fuzzy yellow raptor head and claws, although this time with cold blue cheeks and a frozen runny nose. This Zolt part is constantly shivering, cursed as it is to live attached to an icy back half that is much too cold for it. Pokemon Sword tells us, The shaking of its freezing upper half is what generates its electricity. It has a hard time walking around. The reverse half at first looks like a simple blue dinosaur tail and legs. On closer inspection, it becomes clear that those aren't legs but some kind of flippers. 
The dino fossil doesn't actually come from a dinosaur, but, in keeping with the theme of common dinosaur mistakes, one of the marine contemporaries of the dinosaurs, which people often mistakenly call dinosaurs, perhaps a plesiosaur or a leoplorodon, something like that. Disgracefully, in my history of dinosaur discoveries, I didn't mention one of my local heroes. I grew up in southwest England, and only a short drive away was the seaside town of Lyme Regis. This is a popular spot for fossil hunting, and decades before more prominent geologists started discovering fossils of the land-based dinosaurs, Mary Anning was collecting, studying, and expertly assembling the skeletons of other prehistoric creatures. While dinosaurs ruled the land, other enormous reptiles ruled the sky and the sea, and for their discovery, we have Anning to thank. A life-size model of her even stands proudly in London's Natural History Museum, alongside some breathtaking fossils of marine reptiles. Mary Anning is even the origin of the classic tongue twister. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells on the seashore, I'm sure she sells seashore shells. Like all Gen 8 fossils, the Pokedex mentions how it became extinct. Pokemon Shield tells us, This Pokemon lived on prehistoric seashores, and was able to preserve food with the ice on its body. It went extinct because it moved so slowly. This is another common dinosaur misconception that they became obsolete and evolution left them behind. But dinosaurs ruled the world for a long time for a reason, and they only died out thanks to some cataclysmic event, perhaps an asteroid strike or a virus or climate change. And in fact, Arctozole is far from useless. In my very own game of Pokemon Sword, being a big dinosaur and paleontology fanatic, I jumped at the chance to add Arctozole to my team and I kept him all the way through the game, even using him in the final battle against Leon. Even now, when I open up Pokemon Sword, he's there on the title screen, alongside the rest of my league-winning team. Even the slightly slow speed worked in my favour, as I made good use of retaliatory avalanche attacks. Arctozolt was surely helped along here by his amazing typing. Electric and Ice provides absolutely phenomenal coverage. There are only seven Pokemon in the whole Pokedex who resist both types of attack, and one of them is Arctozolt itself, while another is Rotom Freeze, the other ice and electric type. And no Pokemon except Shedinja is immune to both kinds of attack. Outside of these eight opponents, all the other Pokemon are almost evenly split between Pokemon which take neutral damage from one of either ice or electric, and Pokemon which take super effective damage. With a nice base 100 attack, a decent move pool, and a speed stat that can be used one of a few different ways, Arctozolt means business. The English name, of course, simply combines Arctic, because ice, with Zap and Jolt, because electric. The Japanese name, Pachilodon, combines Pachi Pachi, which is the Japanese onomatopoeia for electricity crackling, with Chill. It tops it off with Don a common suffix in dinosaur names derived from the ancient Greek word for tooth. Think Iguanodon or the saber-toothed tiger Subilodon. In fact, Yudon is the name for a beef and rice bowl in Japan, 
and served in a few popular restaurant chains. One of those chains, Yoshinoya, has run a promotion a couple of times, with a Pokemon-themed bowl and collectibles of various Pokemon with Don at the end of their name, like Rhydon and Groudon. Whenever I've tried to get involved though, they've been sold out. Arctazult, like other Generation 8 fossils, is a good Pokemon just doing its best, and having a terrible time because of it. I want to give it a big hug and warm it up. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed the show, and you want to help me be able to keep hosting it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Just a dollar a month is a big help, and in return, you can listen to episodes a week early. Fossil Month will continue for most of August. We still have two more of these abominations to talk about. If you have strong feelings about your favourite, or perhaps least favourite, please get in touch. The podcast is on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. Also, if you're big into your dinosaurs, why not check out my other podcast, Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, where you can find episodes on King Kong and Godzilla, with more dinosaurs sure to come in the future. I love Arctazole. And remember, I love you too. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells seashells, she sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells blah 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 blah. blah. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells on the seashore, I'm sure she sells seashore shells. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells on the seashore, I'm sure she sells seashore shells. Of the name Shbond, James Bond. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells on the seashore, I'm sure she sells Seashore shells. Vodka martini shaken, not stirred. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells on the seashore, I'm sure she sells seashore shells. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do.